You're listening to InfoQuench with Jeff and Amy, a podcast on how to be more efficient and effective in, in everyday, everyday life. life. Hey, everybody, and welcome to InfoQuench. And this is episode number 10. Episode 10. If every episode was a year, we would be at our decade mark. Yes, a decade of InfoQuench in less than I don't know how long we've been doing this podcast. But hey, you know what? Uh, first tangent of the evening. We have <laughs> we over no 200 people that uh, have downloaded our uh, podcast since we started, right? That's right. And we actually just recently learned that we're going to be on... Yes, on local 107.3 FM here in St. John, New Brunswick. It's the campus and community radio. I have a show on there already, but our podcast is going to be on there as well on Wednesdays from 1 to 1.30 starting March 13th. Yeah, so the Lunch Hour crowd can tune in and listen to InfoQuench, and we're we're really excited about it. Listen to us talk about Marie Kondo and... Uh, what are some other <laughs> topics? I don't know. We've had lots of topics. We've Record had a whole nine topics. Nine topics. Now ten, actually. Yeah. Because this so is our tenth show. Let's tell. Let's tell the audience what number ten is. Oh, you go ahead. I. I. You're. You're the KonMari. Uh, you're the Marie Kondo pro. Yeah. So it is another Marie Kondo episode. This will actually be our last one. So we are wrapping up tidying up yes. in this episode by the time you guys finish this episode your place should be you should be very minimalistic you should just have a couch and a tv or even if you're not if you're not into tv don't have a tv but you know you should have a couch even lawn furniture really lawn, do it. lawn furniture and one book and one pot and one i don't know yeah, and just sit you know or just sit cross-legged on your living room floor naked and be done with it this is supposed to be a family show honey <laughs> there we go with the explicit rating again. Uh-oh. iTunes, if you're listening, find Clinton's emails. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> so we've covered a lot of God. categories with uh, Marie Kondo's tidying up. So the last of the categories are uh, kimono, not to be confused with kimono. The dragon. Uh, kim- uh, kimono is actually just a Japanese term, which is just small miscellaneous items and articles, that sort of thing. And... What's so funny? My, my ice cubes are. Listen. Yeah, there's. Sorry, I can't. I couldn't even hide that I'm having a rum and coke right now. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> okay, so it, it kimono is. It's basically the miscellaneous items around your house, so things that we have not yet covered, and then also sentimental items. So those are the last two categories. We've done a lot of stuff around Marie Kondo, so I wanted to sort of wrap it up in this final episode. It is really hard though to get rid of sentimental items. It is, and we're going to get to those later on in this episode. I know, and uh, that's, uh, I think that... So don't be jumping ahead. Oh, well, didn't you just mention sentimental items? Well, that was the title, but I wasn't going to talk about them yet. Oh, well, okay, let's not talk about them then. (laughs) So we're going to talk about kimono first, which are the miscellaneous items. Oh, yes, there's lots of those too. So Marie actually, we're on a first name basis now, Marie. Yeah, me and Marie. (laughs) Me and Marie Kondo. She suggests an order for the categories in terms of... Uh, so she gives... We talked about these big categories. Kimono is one of the big categories, but there's sort of some subcategories. So when you're tackling these miscellaneous items, she suggests you tackle them in uh, a particular order. And I'll actually... Uh, I'll share this in the comments on social media so that uh yeah you know, why am i not are... surprised that she wants you to share them in a particular so all of order. those people who are running out and grabbing a pen and paper so they can furiously write down every word that i say in terms of the order of the kimono categories go get the pen don't even worry about it i'm going to type it out and put it in the comments put section. the pen down 
(laughs) (laughs) Number one is CDs and DVDs. Oh, yes. What's omitted from that list, honey? Records? Records. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for omitting records. She didn't specify records, but I guess category one is basically music items. She's not a hipster. That's why. Number two is skincare products. How specific is that? Three is makeup. Four is accessories. Five uh, are valuables, such as credit cards and passports. Six is uh, electrical equipment and appliances. So she describes that as anything that's remotely electric. Right, right. Unintended. Um, was it spark joy, though? Ah, that was a pun double intended. pun. Pun uh, intended. Oh, we're at up in the yeah. leveling up in the yeah. pun game. Cheers to the puns. The puns. It's an uh, it's an excuse to have your aperol spritz and me to have my rum and coke. I know we really can't get through one episode without mentioning aperol. Aperol and Nicaragua. By the way, we're not alcoholics. By the way, it's the weekend. Come on. Yeah, we record our episodes on the weekend for those who are That's keeping right. track. And uh, if if you're going to play a drinking game, I think some of our what would be our frequently said words: uh, Aperol, yeah, um, Sapporo, Nicaragua, yeah, yeah. and Marie Kondo. Every and time Marie we say Kondo. Marie Kondo, yeah, yeah, forget about it. Just go with a double on that one. So where was I? Uh, yes. So six was electrical equipment and appliances. Seven household equipment. Eight household supplies. So household equipment, she describes as things like writing and stationery, sewing kits, that sort of thing. Sketchbooks. Whereas supplies would be things that are more expendable, like medicine, detergents, tissues, things like that. Um, nine, kitchen goods and food supplies. And then finally, other. Other, which is <laughs> other, everything like else. Her examples are spare change and figurines for all of those <laughs> <laughs> people who have those spare figurines. Spare change. You know, it's funny. I don't know how long it has been now. How many years it that we haven't been able to use pennies? We have we have quite a few pennies. <laughs> <laughs> so when I list off these categories, the intent is that you you know you tackle one at a time. It just makes the whole process a little more manageable. Oh, you have to. You so you would go through yeah. all of your makeup. You would go through all of your electrical items in one batch, uh, and then move on to your next category. So that's the intent of that. But she also uh, says that if you have a particular interest or a hobby, you might want to add another subcategory. So, right. Right. So if you if you like collect like you know if you make uh, clay figurines or something like that, maybe you should get rid of some of that clay. Yeah. Yeah, that, that kind of thing. That's a perfect example. Yeah, perfect example. All the people who make clay figurines. Or if you make like definitely. A, well, there's thousands of example. people that are listening right now that make clay figurines. Come on. Well, that's true. Just by the sheer volume of people <laughs> listening, that the odds are in our favor that there's somebody. Yeah. I, w- I wonder how many people are listening. How, how many, if you had to guess, how many people do you think are listening right at this moment? Um, you and I. Yeah. Because we have not yet yeah. posted this anymore. And maybe Jay and Don. They're, they're big fans. Yeah, that they're we good. And, and in Jamaica. And Mal and Andrew. Yeah. Yeah, we've got some. We got some. We got, we got some, some good, fans. Yes. And Charlie. Charlie's and Char- listening. Charlie's, every time you hear, Meow, that's Charlie. Because <laughs> he's the cat, and that's what the sound cat makes. All right, all right. All right, all right. All right. Tangent number 15. Complete. So when we talk about types of kimono, types of miscellaneous items, there are a few different types that will probably ring with you disposables are one these are the things that are just really easy to get rid of around your house they're things that gather that you just know you can get rid of like you, you just don't need taken... a thousand pens like that... we have i know i tried to get rid of the pens i know good luck i love my pens <laughs> some pens <laughs> so 
some <laughs> some pens uh you know they write better than others so that's just the way it is and, and there's a pecking order and all the pens stay we're recording this at a desk where i look at three mugs that are like jam-packed full of pens it's it, you know what you know that this that this table is switzerland all right everything goes here right this is the collecting area for all of our junk that comes into the house that we eventually go I know through. it and I hate it. Yeah, well, you know, that's just, there's one spot. That's I'm it. I'm going to turn this desk on its side so that it's like a vertical surface and that nothing can even be set upon it. It would just slide down. What are we going to do with the computer, honey? <laughs> are we going to do glue it? <laughs> we'll glue it to the wall. We'll glue it to the wall. Continue with your list. Disposables are things that you can quickly go through your house and just get rid of or dispose of. Like pens. We have a bunch of pens. (laughs) All right. Anyway, we've already been through that. Okay, yeah. I just got a little deja vu. I wonder why. Well, I don't know. So there are things that you just probably haven't taken the time to get rid of, but go ahead and get rid of those things. Um, Just get rid of them. The next one is uh, gifts. Gifts are particularly difficult. But Marie Kondo's stance on this is that the purpose of the gifts is really just to convey joy at the moment that you receive them. And that holding on to a gift that you may never use or maybe only have used once um, just out of a sense of obligation is not really right right serving the true purpose of the gift and it doesn't give the giver any pleasure to know that you're only keeping it out of a sense of obligation which goes back to a conversation that we had on a previous podcast about like buying uh, gifts for Christmas some like uh, for years we've been trying and we've eventually succeeded about like you know not having to buy so many gifts for Christmas you know we take care of our kid and but like you don't need to you don't need to buy unnecessary gifts I guess is where I'm getting right That's for right. Christmas because it's just waste of money for someone buying the gift and then when you get it usually you don't even need it and if you're not using it, it makes you feel guilty every time you look at it. Nobody needs more guilt in their life. No one needs more guilt. So why not pass it along so that somebody else can enjoy it or, you know, or donate it? Down with the guilt. Regift it. You know, right. That sort of thing. Be, be guilt-free. Be diligent in your regifting, though. Make sure that you're very... Yeah, you don't keep... give the gift back to the person that gave it to you. No, that would be an ultimate faux pas. Have we ever done that? We've never done that. No. 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 Another category of kimono would be cosmetic samples. <laughs> and this this is interesting. I have so like, many of those, man. No, well, no, but when you say cosmetic, I'm talking about like the little, it can be like even those little shampoo and conditioner bottles that you get when you're at the hotel. And I do keep these. And I do we take We didn't, though, when we went to Jamaica, we didn't take them. No, no. Well, we, okay, well, we brought our own. Yeah, we did. But we, we could have taken theirs. Safe from previous. Yeah. But we we keep a small collection. Now, Marie says don't bother saving these. A lot of them have expiry dates. They're just not a product worth saving and taking space in your but house. But if you travel so a lot, why not? Yeah, and we do tend to... So I don't know that I 100% agree, but I think paring it down to a reasonable amount. I mean, if you don't use conditioner, for instance, don't keep yeah. all the little conditioner bottles. Yep. Uh, another item would be electronic boxes and packages so people sometimes will get a new electronic device and they'll feel compelled to keep the boxes oh I think right in, in mind, case they want to sell it on news chasers or something not news chasers uh what's the name what's the name of the place where they sell stuff is it news chasers no <laughs> no, no like on auction a yard, hut or well, something well, like yeah, that like on a yard sale yeah yeah yard like sale that. or kijiji or whatever um 
Yeah, people think that they'll get more money if they have the original packaging. So I, I know, and again, I, I've done this too. You kind of want to hoard that original packaging just to have it to sell. But if you think about the cost of the space yeah. that it yeah, really yeah. is taking up exactly. inside your house, it's not worth it. The only thing Any I've extra- ever done that with is like the, the iMac that I bought in 2006 or something like that. The box is still down in the basement. We should probably get rid of that. Is it really? Yeah. I don't know if I can sleep tonight knowing it's still there. Yeah, it's still there. It's still there. It's probably glowing. <laughs> thinking, so there's no, re- out, no reason to keep those boxes and packages. Any extra value they're really going to give you, it's not worth it storing them for years and years for the sake of uh, a few dollars. Uh, another item, another category are unidentified cords. And these are a nuisance. I know a lot of us will have a, just a like, little nest of We still have to work on cords. that. Portion. We, we, we've gone through quite a few of them and so you don't know about of, the box in the basement that we've never gotten <laughs> what to else is down there? That's what the box oh everything's in the basement honey they uh all the skeletons are there a lot of times people hold on to cords for items that they don't even own anymore um it's so true. you know kind of go through them try to identify them if you don't know what they belong to give them away or Look, think of the appliances you currently have in your house, the electrical items you currently have in your house. If they don't go to any of those, then get rid of them. And one suggestion I Chuck would have em. that I've started doing when we have new cords coming into the house, I actually tape a little piece of paper around them. Right. You have started doing that. That says what they're for. So, for instance, we got Hux, our son Hux, a leap pad. Leap pad, so right. So, I taped a little piece of paper. Uh, it helps him to identify it, cord right? And it says leap pad because they all look so similar. A do. lot of them have USB connections. And so it's really hard to tell them apart. So doing that can help you identify them. And then when you're sort of doing a little bit of a cleaning and you're trying to get rid of something, you can say, oh, yeah, I don't own that device anymore. Or when right. you're trying to exactly. sell it later yeah. on, you can find the cord. And you have the original box in the basement. By the way, that's where all original boxes are. Right. <laughs> just joking. <laughs> they better be at the recycling bin tomorrow. They will. Broken. They will, appo- honey. Another category: kimono or broken appliances. Um, get rid of them if you haven't fixed them straight away. Do we have any broken appliances? No. I don't think we do. No. They're not necessarily all things that we have. <laughs> <laughs> Although so far it seems as though we it's seem to true. have most of the items. Actually, all the broken appliances, honey, are in the basement. <laughs> Underneath the boxes There's six that we've stoves been down there and five blenders. No, but essentially, uh, keep holding on to a broken appliance. If you're not going to fix it straight away, if you don't see the need, likelihood is you're not going to fix it in the long term either. So just go. We aren't and get fixers, rid of it. anyways. We don't fix things. This next one, the way she words it, is really depressing. It is. I know what you're talking about. We talked about it before we did the program, the yes, podcast. Uh, uh, do share it. Okay. Well, thank you. I'll proceed. Proceed. <laughs> So another category of kimono is keeping bedding for the guest who will never come. (laughs) (laughs) What is with you, Marie Kondo? Are you that lonely? Don't you have a bed that people sleep in when they come and visit? Come on. Well, she talks about the fact that people have guest rooms and beds, and they may actually have overnight guests once or twice a year, yet they have a huge space in their house that's designated for these guests that just never come. It is very true, they but never arrive when, at you your need home. That, when you need that space, it's nice to have bedding. Well, it is, but she says don't keep excessive amounts. Oh, no, like, why would you? You don't need you? to keep, you know, excessive numbers of pillows and comforters. And she also says if you have multiple things of bedding, they're probably going to be stale. And, and oh, you well, know. If, if you have one bed for guests and you have twelve like sets of bedding, then that's a problem. You've got a problem. You're a hoarder. Another Marie I- Kondo would call you such. <laughs> 
Oh, I still want to see her on a, a crash an episode of Hoarders. She should. She'd go into full meltdown. She should. Yeah, I know. She really would. She'd just go in and start crying and say, get rid of everything. <laughs> the next Burn uh, it all. category. This one's very specific. Spare buttons. I think a lot we do, of, I don't think we have a single spare button. No, I don't keep them anymore because as of three years ago when we read this book, we no longer keep spare buttons. I, Did I, you chuck our spare buttons? Yes, because I, you know, I'm never going to sew them on. I'm never going to sew a replacement button on anything. At one point, I wanted to keep them because I had this theory that I might actually create sock puppets with button, cute little button <laughs> eyes. And then Marie Kondo's ghost is like, you'll never make those puppets. <laughs> Get rid of all the buttons. <laughs> Get rid of all the buttons. But I remember growing up, my mother always had a tin. It was a Quality Street, an empty tin of Quality Street candy. Because you can't throw out those tins. Those are I know the tins, tins you speak of, yes. actually. And it was full of buttons. It was a ton of buttons. I, and I'm... You know, I don't. I didn't have that many button use. projects that I needed to, you know, go to the tin. But and you never did make those puppets, right? You never made a single uh, button puppet, right? Is that what they're called? <laughs> a button puppet? They are now. <laughs> Next item: products from the latest health Trademark. craze. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> products from the latest health craze are other things that you should get rid of. So sometimes we get uh, we pick up those types of things and. Jeff's giving me, he's like, you're stressing me out. He's pointing to the clock, letting me know we're at 17 minutes. Yeah, and I'm, I'm just... And I'm, you but you're not, I you're don't not even have a number list. You don't even know that I'm... I might be almost done for all you know. Are you? I don't I don't know. Well, we'll see, won't we? Okay, I trust, guess we will. Trust in the timing. So, products from the latest health craze. So, Marie Kondo says, thank them for the joy they gave you when you bought them. When you had all of that, so I can throw out my Bowflex expectation that I spent two thousand dollars on <laughs> the Thigh Master from Suzanne thigh Summers. Master. I forgot about the Thigh Masters. <laughs> so uh. thank them for the joy they gave you. Maybe they made you a little bit healthier, but you know what? If you're not using them now, get rid of them. Again, it's just something that makes you feel guilty. Um, free novelty gifts. These are the, like the cell phone screen cleaners and the keychains and the things you just pick yeah. up as give, giveaways. They, Again, they, if you don't use them straight away, you're, you're probably not going to get rid of them or not use them. So just get rid of them. Just give them to somebody. You don't always have to give them to like, you know, you don't have to donate them. You can just give them to somebody to use and then they can conmari them. That's right. Well, I hate the idea of saying just get rid of it. When I say that, I mean donate it. There's right. usually or somebody out there. Or just find a home for it, right? Yeah, a exactly. home that is like... Outside of our home. That's right. Not our home. home. Someone else's home. And in the, the basement. The just last put it in the basement. The last item is uh, small change. So she really feels strongly about the fact that we should be treating coins with the same respect as paper money. And she's basically her motto is... What is this magic mum- mojo? Mumble jobo. Mumble bojo. <laughs> What, what, what is this what language is, you speak? What is of this? What is, that you're speaking? I think I, sometimes I think that Marie Kondo is, is thinks she's some kind of magician. No, really, what she's just saying, honey, is that if you find a quarter, put it in your purse and spend it. Don't just put it in some ch- oh, random. Spend chain. the money that she you have you, in your home. That makes sense. I know it's it's not really magic. It's just logic. So taking spare change, put them in your purse or your wallet and spend it instead of like collecting it in random piggy banks and things around we have one spot for all change and and you have to admit we we go there often we do that's our taxi parking that's our yeah that and and it makes sense we're not getting rid of that we may want to get rid of 300 pennies that are in it so that we can make room for more toonies i know the pennies will be another episode what to do with those pennies 
So we're going to talk about sentimental items now. So sentimental items are probably one of the most uh, difficult areas for people to address. And a lot of people use their, their parents' home as the haven for mementos. Yes, they do. <laughs> That's not a good thing to do. Don't pass along your clutter and burden to somebody else like your parents. In all honesty, what's happening is the exact reverse. My mother has been giving me a lot of the sentimental like photographs and whatnot from my teenage years and stuff and, and giving them to me when she finds Because she's listening to our episodes on Kamari and <laughs> exactly. she's to practice. Thanks, Ma. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to my Ma. <laughs> so really, her, her again, her, her thinking around sentimental items is that wonderful things that we receive are... Spit it out, honey. <laughs> No matter no matter how wonderful they are, they cannot. <laughs> I'm trying to read my notes and I can't read my notes. <laughs> Spit it out, honey. The people are waiting. She's basically saying we need to live in the here and now. That's that right. That we enjoyed the items when we receive them, but we need to l- live in the present. And that going through these items and processing them will help op- help us process our past and just be more happy as we look towards our future. The thing is, though, is that like. Just as an example, and I bring up my mom again, is we make Christmas cards each year for one another, and those definitely spark joy, and I keep them, and I'm sure she keeps mine, and those aren't going anywhere, man. Well, and with sentimental items, really, don't. it's not a matter of getting rid of everything. It's, no. Again, think it's, of what, what, is what's, tru- what, what truly sparks, sparks joy. Exactly. Yeah. Having things stashed away in a, a drawer or in a box doesn't really give them any, you know, doesn't serve those items justice. No, so not if, at all. If they do spark joy, then display them proudly. Pick the few key items that you really ha- have an attachment to, mm-hmm. and uh, and hold on to those, and then discard the rest. So we're going to uh, just sort of finish up this episode, just talking about some storage tips. So she really, uh, Marie Kondo really feels that you should discard first. So go through all of your categories. And then look at storage. And we've covered a lot of categories. I found a really great little category checklist that I'll post on our social media that you can print off. And it's just a little thing. I love checklists. So you, you do. can go through category by category as you're going through the KonMari process and just check off well, you just the different That way you don't items. miss anything, right? That's exactly the purpose. No of one it. likes to miss anything. The wonderful checklist. And if you do, it goes in the basement. So, uh, oh, one last thing, I guess, before we leave sentimental <laughs> items is we talk about... Um, <laughs> you're sick of the basement jokes, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to... Well, we're running out of time and you keep oh. calling on this basement. Yeah, oh. you look at me as though I'm eating up all the time, but it's really the basement I, that eats up the time. It is your interpretation that makes you think that I look at you and think that you're eating up all the time. It's not the case <laughs> at all. No, she talks about photos. Photos, though, nowadays, I feel as though we can, st- we're storing so many things electronically that the clutter, the physical clutter is less less so. She does say if you have albums, you should be taking your photos out one by one and deciding whether or not. Well, you what do you do with the them. albums? You chuck them? Well, no, you can put them back in, but she said just really oh, judge the I photos see. one by one, handle them, wow. decide if they spark joy, and then what you're going to keep, and then populate your albums and then keep them. But like I said, the vast majority of the photos we have nowadays are electronically, or we can scan in photos too to save on space. So there's, there are both of those options. So once you've done the, the discarding, then it, you start to, start to focus on the storage piece of it. And she feels that 
you most people she, this is what she calls the true magic of tidying up they wow. will discard there's a true I mean, magic there i is. told you she was a magician <laughs> she says that magically people tend to discard through this whole tidying up process enough items that what remains will comfortably fit within the space of their home Oh, yeah. But you know what? We are a testament to that, yeah, I would say. It's true. When we did it three years ago, it was it was much better. Yes. And our so fit, our stuff fit much better into our home. Definitely. So that's the magic of tidying up. I'm glad you experienced it. So I wouldn't <laughs> have done it without you, baby. Then we talk about storing things. So she says to store things, storing your things to make your life shine is the goal. Wow, to make yourself to make your stuff shine? Make your life shine. Okay. So basically everything in your house should have a place. Every single thing should have a designated place. So when you're looking for it, you know where to go to look for it. I'm just looking around our home right now and I think we I think we did it. Yeah, well we have a spot where we keep our medicines. We have a spot where we keep our office supplies. There's my guitar right there. There's a, there's certain spots. There's the couch. The records are everywhere. Records are They are <laughs> not everywhere. Look around. They're not everywhere. <laughs> Look around. And in terms of, you know, <sighs> sorting. Can't she get said, no relief. She says store things of the same type in the same place and uh, things that belong to the same person in the same place. So obviously, like in terms of clothing, your and clothing books, right? is in one place. My your, your books are in one spot. My books are in another spot. So you That's can find right. all your books. There are times when you might want to intermix depending on the nature of the item. No but, question. But she says store by type of thing and also by person. And she said, you know, waste is when you when you tend to store things in such a way that it's difficult to return them to storage. Um, yeah. You basically, you're wasting time just trying to get them back into the storage area. It results in clutter. So whatever storage system you develop, make sure it's easy to return the items to that place so that you can just cut down on clutter. No question. Keep it simple. That makes sense. And she says, just follow your home she says when you're discarding things listen to your heart when you're storing things listen to your home and what she means by that is look at the design of your home your home has natural storage locations make use of those storage locations have those be the collection points for your items and just know where things are stored she uh suggests using things shoe boxes and and uh small right. boxes in order to assist with the storage so uh, if we use shoe boxes though we have to buy shoes to get those boxes so therefore, we'd have to conmari the shoes, right? Well, yeah. I don't know. It's not usually a shortage of boxes. Usually, people get. But I think she probably sells boxes too. She probably actually. You know what? I think she does. Yeah, she always seems to have them in her hands on the Netflix episodes. Yeah. Um, store bags inside of other bags that save space. And this is interesting. She talks about the whole idea of visual clutter. So she talks about looking at the written word. So if you have if you use storage boxes that have a lot of labels and stickers on them, peel them off. She actually says even things like if you have products, like if you're using, always use the same deodorant and the label peels off easily. She said just opening up your cupboard and not seeing a ton of labels will actually make your home more peaceful. You're not processing that visual noise. I agree with that. But in our storage area, all of our, all of our bins are, are labeled so we know what's in them. That, to me, that just makes sense. Well, simple labels make sense, but I think she's talking about very cluttered, you know, oh. branding and logos and that sort of thing. Should we take the label off the pickle jar in the fridge? <laughs> Actually, <laughs> one of my cousins, I remember when we were kids, took all the labels off of the canned food. 
Oh wow! And they wouldn't know what they're eating. No, that, it was that's like fascinating. A, it was to a me. surprise for years. What we were. She's like a Conmari Jedi. I know. Wow. Just empty cans with no labels. That's hilarious. To, I can't remember. You want to eat peas and you get pineapple. <laughs> I that, that just that just came to me. Um, so that visual clutter thing was a an, in, an interesting item. So, in the end, she says it's not really. When you go through everything, she feels what what remains, what you actually own, is really a reflection of how you want to live your life. So it gives you a bit of a picture once you look at your house, yeah. once you've gone through this decluttering process, and you what remains is what sparks joy. It gives you a bit of a visual picture of how you want to live your life. It's mirror. And it's a mirror into your personality as well. And right? She feels that you'll you'll live a happier life just being in this peaceful home. Did it work for us? I think so. I think we live a pretty happy life, honey. And I, th- I we do. We yeah, do and 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 honestly, in all honesty, in all honesty, we have, uh, we ha- in in a in a small small way, we have Marie Kondo to, th- to thank for that because, really, you spend so much time in your home, and for it to be somewhere you really truly want to be because, it is the way you you want it to be. You know, there's less stuff. That's fantastic. Absolutely. You know, it's so. a process worth going through. The work is well worth it. So that wraps up our whole tidying up. And uh, I hope you enjoyed those co- the episodes that related to the whole KonMari process. Like I said, I'll have that checklist posted and we'll talk. I'll post a little in the comment section about the uh, categories of kimono. Yes. And on our next episode, we're going to talk about random everyday tips random everyday tips yeah. and, and that could go the full gamut people well i've got a hodgepodge of items that i think are kind of interesting and uh but not enough to talk about individually on a full episode so you'll get a little bit of a mixture and yeah. hopefully you'll find something that'll be of interest thanks so much for listening everybody thanks everyone bye-bye bye-bye thanks so much for listening and be sure to visit us at infoquench.com to subscribe and find out about future episodes you can also check out infoquench on facebook twitter and instagram till next time friends friends.